Check, check, one, two, one, two, testing, testing. Okay, we're live. Um, welcome back, I suppose. This is going to be a rambly episode, session, recording. I don't fucking know. Um, so a lot has changed, um, and I'm going to be playing Minecraft because this is something I do. Uh, so I'm going to ramble and trail off and... Yeah, you get to deal with that. Um, so let's see. So much has changed. Um, last I w recorded, I was still living with my folks in Houston. I was just finishing up my bachelor's degree. And... Oh, sorry, that's my phone. Uh, and I had no idea what I was doing with my life. Um, since then, I have... Well, let's see. I've gotten a job at Tesla... I now moved to, to Buffalo, New York to work at said Tesla. Um, got a place of my own. Um, have some really cool friends. Play a lot of D&D &D and do some nerdy things. Uh, and I still don't know what I'm doing with my life. So I guess not that much has changed in some ways. Uh, in other ways, so much has changed. <sighs> I can't... Yeah. Uh, so... That's cool. Um, the the Buffalo and Tesla part was definitely a surprise. I uh, applied to this job in January. I applied. I was doing something. I want to say I was like in. I was doing something at the time. I remember because I was like, ah, I was doing. You know, it was. I saw this and I was like, all right, I'll do this application while I'm like waiting on something else or whatever. And then all of a sudden, I got an email being like, hey, we want to interview you. And I was like, oh, okay. guess I'm interviewing. Uh, and then uh, they scheduled the email interview next day. You talk to the recruiter. They're like, hey, we okay. Uh, you want to do a technical interview? We want to do a technical interview with you. And I'm like, okay, sure. I can de live with that. Uh, technical interview is on Thursday. Okay. So I have Wednesday to freak out and do some reviewing. I started reading, you know, machine learning stuff, preparing for this because this seemed to be a job dealing with autopilot and whatnot. And I'm like, yo, all right, I can get in this. So I start preparing, do technical interview. Uh, they're like, okay, um, thank you very much. We'll we'll be keeping in touch. And I was like, cool. Um, then Friday, I get the call. Hey, you had the job. <laughs> I'm like, cool. Um, when does the job start? Uh, February 12th. At this point, it was January, like, 20 seconds i'm like cool i've got like two weeks to move to buffalo neat um so in the matter of two weeks i managed to uh fail at f uh, hunting for apartment of my own but uh managed to uh let one of my friends or not let uh managed to convince one of my friends uh who i game with who happened to live in buffalo to be like hey can i can you get me in contact with your landlord to see if I can rent out the spare room uh, for a while? Uh, and then proceeded to sell my car, uh, buy my new car, or I should say uh, take out the loan and buy my new car, uh, pack up all of my stuff in my room, disassemble everything, uh, everything that I pack everything I could into my Subaru, uh, drive up to Buffalo, New York, uh, in the middle of winter, in snow, uh, and start my new job. I have now been there, oh, six months about, and it is str 
strange. I mean, everything about this is strange just because, I mean, I know how, I, I forget who it was. I want to say it was Lizzo. It's either Lizzo or Megan Thee Stallion. I forget which one. But one of them I saw in a post was talking about how, like, 10 years ago, uh, they they were dealing with the loss of their father and, like, living in their van or, like, living in the car. Uh, and now they're, like, double platinum or something. Like, they're basically, they've made it. And so they're, like, just um, 10 years it seems like a long time, and it is, but also so much can change. And oh, it's only been six months, and so much has changed. Uh, I have not given up my passion of physics. I'm not actually doing physics, or I didn't end up going to grad school like I had planned. Um, but that also kind of worked out because uh, I realized that grad school... <laughs> I would have not been prepared for grad school. I really wasn't terribly in a great place mentally for that, so I would have lost my mind. Um, I So I'm, I'm better off, and now I can kind of focus on trying to figure out what I want to do do with grad school not just I want to go there because that was always the problem I had was I'm like oops excuse me I do like the idea of, why it's right there it's right there it's, uh, sorry um I have a computer I mean that should be obvious I, I have a computer in Minecraft and occasionally the computer decides that it doesn't want to receive signal so I'm sitting here right in front of it I've a why are you not <sighs> I have a computer that is essentially like a real computer in the sense that sometimes it just breaks and doesn't work um but unlike real world where I just usually turn it off and turn it back on again this one I have to actually like physically break and put it back in its place and then it's like I remember how to be a computer again it's like cool couldn't you have done this before apparently not whatever um Wait, where is I going with this? I don't remember. Uh, just a lot has changed, and things keep changing. I I'm enjoying my time at Tesla, but at the same time, it is it, it's very fast paced. Like I know other jobs are like, hey, we we move kind of fast paced, but Tesla is another league compared to other jobs. Um, but I'm also getting that that the itch to do like physics and to do the the sciences and whatnot just because I mean I'm enjoying what I'm doing uh but I I I I, I want to learn more I want to know as um no balls I was trying to sing what Ariel was singing but she's like I want I want to know more I think I don't know I'm not the Disney person anyway that's a lie. I'm a Disney person. I'm just not the Ariel fan. Um, Mulan is best princess. Fight me. Um, wow, this one is really disorganized. I <laughs> like usually I come in with like a hot take and like I've had a couple hot takes that I've debated talking about. So like um, I recently went to go see the new Suicide Squad. Um, it was good. It was well, it was better than the first Suicide Squad. Uh, however surprisingly a lot more violent than I thought it was going to be. And I know you're like, it's a Suicide Squad, but I'm like, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm getting sensitive in my old age or something, but like a little bit too much giblets and gore for my taste. Like, 
I could have done it could have been toned down just a little bit. And I know subject materials probably says more that like, well no, it's it's a gory violent comic book and yeah, probably, but like at least toned it down just a touch. Like just a little bit. But otherwise uh so much better than the first one. Um I don't think the first one is bad. And this is where I say I may have seen the first one like three times in theaters. Don't judge me. Um, part of the reason I saw the first one three times in theaters was because I had a crush on a girl who had a lady boner for um, Jared Leto and all things 30 Seconds to Mars and uh, oh, what's the name of that band? 21 Pilots, thank you. Um, and... Panic at the Disco, and so that checked off like two boxes for her because 21 Pilots was the, the title credit song, and what's his nuts played the Joker badly, um, which is really just a f- shame for him because like, he's in the movie and everyone gives him shit for it because he just like went ham to the nth degree. However, he's not really in the movie. <laughs> he's like He does like all of 10 minutes, so it's like, what, you didn't... Did you really need to mail people shit just to get in the mind of a Joker to be in the movie for all of ten minutes? No, no, you really didn't. Anyway, um, it's just it's the criminal sin about it is boring. Uh, anyway, though, my hot take on it was that um, so the movie has the the tagline or I forget what the tagline is, but it's something like um. They're the expendable ones or, or something like that because they couldn't use expendable ones because expendable is a movie. Um, but the the song that they had that was really trying to leave the impression was the song Heathens by 21 Pilots. And it is an okay song. Like, I, as much as I've kind of grown tired and weary of the 21 Pilots just because when you're dealing with a fangirl who they do no wrong, they see no evil, they are the greatest gift to music since I don't know, I don't know who um you, you get a little tired and worn down of it hearing it constantly not hearing anything else not being able to compare it to anything anyway my frustrations aside I don't mind their stuff they just never really resonated with me um same heathens mostly so because the song just kind of stuck in my brain and then or tried to stick in my brain and then just kind of slurped out the ear and it's like nope okay uh, this song does not exist, and I know it doesn't exist because you forget. You probably forgot that that song existed, uh, except for me talking about it now. Even if you are a Twenty One Pilots fan, you're probably like, "Oh yeah, that's a song they made," because it's whatever. But my hot take on the original Suicide Squad was that it wanted to be Borderlands Two, and it wanted to be Short Chain's Hero by the Heavy, because. If you watch the... For those of you who've played Borderlands 2, you know exactly what I mean. And for those of you who don't, um, shame on you. You should play that game. It's wonderful. Um, but if you can't be bothered to play that game, just watch the like opening cinematic for... Or uh, watch the, the character introduction on YouTube. Um, I, I, I may post a link. I'll probably forget. Uh, but if you watch that, you'll see this ragtag bit of uh, these ragtag group of like soldiers of fortune 
who have come in and the the theme of the short change hero is a song just saying that this where they are where the singer is saying no place for no heroes and like that's what suicide squad wanted it wanted this sense of these people are expendables they're cavaliers but they're soldiers of fortune like they don't care they know what they're doing they know they're getting into violence it's what they do it's who they are but at the same time this is not a place where heroes come to play. This is not the place where, you know, your Superman or your your Batman come in and save the day and punch bad guys and serial comics of the 1920s. Like, that's what they wanted Suicide Squad to be. But it just didn't quite hit it. And I I think it's partially because of Heathens, because Heathens just didn't quite hit that same melodic tune that they were hoping for. Short Change Hero, I could go on and on about, but to keep it brief, part of the thing it does well is that it's got this kind of almost like blues, uh, almost like blues, almost folk, folky feel to the to the song, which I know someone will probably be like, no, it doesn't. That's not what it means. Yeah, I know, but that's the best way I can describe it because. Like you hear that song and you immediately just kind of get this like westerny vibe of like these guys, these rough and tumble guys with the six shooters on their side riding into a town that's just lawless and full of, you know, scum and villainy and whatnot, pulling up to get a drink. And they know that everyone's gunning for them, but they don't give a fuck because they're gunning right back. Like that's. And the song conveys it so well and does so well at just being at that perfect amount of time where like. Every time I listen to that song, I find myself listening to it to like seven times in a row. And why that's a good thing is because you want the the greatest song ever, you want it to be so you want it to be so good and so irresistible that people keep listening to it, but you want it to be short enough that once people people can listen to it even once and just go, "Yeah." And, like, on second and third playthrough, they never go, ah, okay, this is getting a little long in the tooth. Like, there, there's a, a favorite song of mine, also, um, Little Black Submarine by the Black Keys. I love that song. Love, love, love that song. But I can't listen to that on infinite repeat because by about the second time, about halfway through, I'm like, that song's so much longer than I thought. And I start to just get to the point, like, yeah, I... Yeah, okay. I I I get where it's I get where we're going here. Okay. And it just kind of loses its flavor. Whereas short songs sometimes they're short sweet to the point. They get what you want and they leave you wanting more, but they never actually give it to you. And sometimes that's a sometimes that's a good thing. Um I digress. So that was my hot take on Suicide Squad. I also had a hot take which I meant to talk about which apparently this is turning into my just condensed hot takes episode. Um which is that Doom Eternal is worse than Doom 2016, and they ruined Doom Guy. F- fight me. I this is probably gonna get some people on the internet mad at me, but I don't give a fuck. Um, cause here's the thing, like Doom Eternal, uh, <laughs> on the opposite, I guess on the sort of opposite end of the spectrum, one of the things that we, one of the things that Suicide Squad and like some songs have had like or like the suicide squad and like uh short change hero one of the reasons short change hero succeeded and suicide squad kind of failed was because it like suicide squad you, you, it promised more than it could deliver its characters were criminally boring they just done exist they they they're just very one note and blase and i know you're like how is that possible look at them 
most of them can be derived to a one-note character. Harley Quinn, she's a slut. That's her character arc. She's a slut for the Joker, which is a horrible character arc if you think about it. Because in the comic books, the joke and like Joker treats her like shit. So why is what and and like I saw a trailer for or watched the trailer again for it, and I was like, I forgot that they just gave her the booty shorts and the net the mesh knit for no reason. There is no reason for that. Like I know the like the jumpsuit was a little hypersexualized in the comic books and cartoons, but like. They really had no reason to do that other than to just sell merch and get horny boys to watch the show. And honestly, it didn't quite work for me because (laughs) this isn't really a bash, but more just Margot Robbie's legs in that film are so pasty white that every time I thought I was just looking at, I thought she was just wearing like white leggings and it just always caught me off guard. Like, oh, right. That's, that's what this is. Um, so yeah, um, there's the croc who is just, a, possibly although realistically a just offensive offensive stereotype of African American or other people of color, for no reason. Like he's just like his whole character arc is like, why does he do the things he wants? Because he wants BET on his television in jail, and it's like, what is that as motivation? That's stupid. That's so one dimensional and bad. Um. Will Smith wants to be a better father for his daughter, but in all honesty, he's not really being a bad father. Like, there's no real, like, daughter conflict. It's just like, it's just like, oh, I'm in jail because I tried to kill the Batman and my daughter's, like, mad at me or whatever. But it, it's just not really there. Um, And then uh, Captain Boomerang is <laughs> lol to crazy, but, like, trying to be like Deadpool crazy but just doesn't quite work cuz that ship sailed early internet circa like 2008 um and just do- just doesn't doesn't work uh and then there's Diablo who is probably the most well fleshed out character of anyone and his character is just that he- <laughs> he's the only like genuine person who you're like I feel bad about and like he's he's a sympathetic villain but that's the thing. You don't really want that in in Suicide Squad. Because the point of Suicide Squad is not really that, like, you, like, okay, spoiler alert for Suicide Squad 1, in case you haven't seen it uh, right now. Spoiler happening. Uh, Diablo sacrifices himself and makes the noble sacrifice. And I'm just like, and they're all getting teared up about it and whatnot. And it's just like, but they're named the Suicide Squad. We told this this the Suicide Squad. We know that the whole point is they're going to die. And we're supposed to be broken up that this person's dying. And it's like, ugh, no. It's one of the things that the the, uh, the new movie did right is that they're like, hey, um, t- these people just die. I- I- off and off, like, first five minutes of this film, there's just people dying, dying everywhere. Probably should put a spoiler warning there. Fuck. Well, I didn't give who away. Just lots of people die in that film. Anyway. But, like, you, you also should see it coming. It's the title of the movie. Uh, back to my hot take about Doom, which is what I started on this. Um, Doom 2016 is short and sweet and to the point. It's the original... It's essentially the story of the original Doom, uh, except slightly changed and revamped. And the premise of the original Doom was that... Uh, 
these people are trying to harvest energy on Mars, and they tap into this portal of energy that turns out to be just hell. Um, and so they open a portal to hell, and demons come in, and you play as the Doom Marine, or the Doom guy, who just goes around and is trying to, like, help fix things, um, and, like, rescue the base. Uh, and then there's other lore, yada, yada, yada. Uh, the original Doom game has him, like, or one of the original Doom games has him, like, ending just staying in hell and just essentially just curb stomping demons all the time just because he's like, I, I can't. <laughs> Basically, he, I think the premise says, like, I'm angry and I'm just going to take out my rage on demons because there's a healthy supply of them in hell and I kind of am not a human anymore. But what I loved about Doom 2016 was it essentially played on the nostalgia of, hey, here's Doom, and they revamped it so instead of Doom Guy, it's the Doom Slayer. And it's same difference, but, like, they really leaned in heavily on the idea that, like, who is this guy? Doesn't fucking matter. He's going to grab a shotgun and just start blasting demons. Like, it, that is his whole thing, is that, like, in the background, there are characters who are trying to, like, make plot happen. And your first introduction to the Doom guy is, like, when they first introduce the game and title screen, and they're trying to, like, hand plot to you about like what's going on and this that the other thing the doom guy just straight up punches the computer and ends the cutscene and it's like that's good that's what i need like why why is my motivation why what's my motivation here of why i'm on this military base and why i'm fighting demons my motivation is i am a demon slaying madman from hell who's escaped and i want to kill more demons and there's demons on mars cool end of story all i need in uh, Doom 2016, they decide to make it like he's this creation of this immortal being and yada, yada, yada. And so he's destined to do this. And he was once sent to another world where he became one of the Night Sentinel who fights against the demons of hell and this thing. And then he betrayed them. It's like so much lore and plot. And I'm like, I don't care. I want to take a shotgun and blast demons. And I know you're like, you could just do that. And I'm like, yeah, but they also ruined the the concept of the game because, like, in it's too video gamey. And I know you're like, you're playing Minecraft right now. And I was like, it's, first of all, shut up. Don't question it. Second of all, the difference is Minecraft is, is a sandbox. What is video? It's a video game incarnate because the idea is just you just make your own fun. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Um the problem I have with it is like Doom 2016 the whole the whole thing was whenever there was a new demon that was introduced um there would be like a little slight cinematic intro introducing them and kind of giving them the name and it's it was short sweet to the point and then Doom Eternal they make each demon get showed up and then they're like oh there's there's his weakness make sure to utilize that weakness and it's like it's essentially like they stuck Navi from, uh, almost said Lord of the Rings, fuck. From Legend of Zelda in Doom, where it's like, hey, Doom guy, watch out, that guy's got a glowing red eye, make sure you hit it. And it's like, oh, hey, Doom guy, you got this new tool. Why don't you use it here in this hermetically sealed environment on these dummies? And then you can learn how to use it, and then you can safely use it. Oh, careful, this one has a blast radius, oh no. It's like, I don't want to be, I like, especially... In a sequel to a Doom game, I don't need to have my hand held. What is the point of Doom? Here's a gun. There's some demons. 
figure it out. Like it's it shouldn't be that hard. It shouldn't be that handholdy. And I know like they one of the things Doom did well was like it introduced mechanics like oh there are these ledges that look like you can like you introduce the ledge like here's a ledge to jump to okay jump to scramble it okay cool and then you start seeing other ledges around that like you just they're just out of reach and it's like okay well I guess maybe there's just something I'm missing or like some other clue you go around you find oh suddenly you get the double jump you're like oh I bet now I can get those things like it goes through and I'll I I'm not gonna just I'm just quote essentially I'm just now this cut and paste the the complaints Aaron um was Aaron Hansen was that his name it, it cut and place there cut and paste the complaints that Ego Raptor has of Legend of, of Zelda versus um Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time same thing too much handholdy too much this and that is like too much oh we gotta wait and it's like this stupid like you don't and i feel like i'm going to get outrage and vitriol because it's the same thing doom 2016 is the best doom ever it does no wrong it's the greatest game it's the most hardcore it's the most badass and it's like it's really not and honestly doom 2016 has a better soundtrack doom Eternal has not one song I can know name and go. Oh yeah, that's that's a good, that that's a good song. The one thing I can I can say, <laughs> whereas Doom twenty sixteen has a song called Rip and Tear, and that is the song everyone now knows from Doom. That is the song that made Mick Gordon famous celebrity rocker as he is. It's like it's it's such a good song and it works so well. And it's like what is the joy of Doom of Rip and Tear? Moves fast kicks ass done out of here gone that's all you need and i like i feel like i i, I feel like ego raptor and sequelitis because i'm like I, people are gonna yell at me and they're gonna be like it's such a good game it's like it's not and i cannot wait until like later i, I cannot wait until like 10 years from now similarly people are gonna be like you know what, maybe Doom Maybe Doom Eternal wasn't that great. It's like, yeah, I know. Maybe I told you that like 10 years ago. <sighs> Frustrations. Long, long and short of it is this... There there are some things that like... I, I mean, this is also my opinion, whatever. I'm sure someone will be like, well, the mechanics are just very smooth and the, the guns are very satisfying. And I'm like, I sure, but like... My opinion: No shotgun has been as satisfying or sounded sound designed so well as the Blitz Cannon from Ratchet and Clank 2. So, I I have hot takes and I have opinions, and I know they're not always for everybody. But I feel like I just wish more people would like. I kind of want to be like, is it? Are you are you seeing this? Like any other time? Like when I saw the first the first like the the demo reel, the first five minutes of the game of Doom, I was like. This this is it like this this is it like they're they're starting you off with like a lore dump and there's character and backstory and this and that it's like eh, why and I was like okay surely this is just like the, the the trailer thing and then the fact that they just keep introducing new things like oh here's a fucking cinematic to introduce you new cryogenic grenades they're different from flame grenades so we got to teach you how to use them it's like no you don't you just let me use them. And I mean, there there are some. It's really, I think, my biggest complaint, and the biggest thing I knew 
I knew they fucked up Doom when I saw what Doom guy became. Sorry, phone's looping. Um, because Doom guy just became like he went from in Doom twenty sixteen the suit he had was good like it was nondescript enough that like it, it could just be any old fool but at the same time it like was menacing enough it like it drew the line between nondescript and completely average and also menacing and super intimidating like this idea of like who is this guy behind the mask we don't really know don't really doesn't really matter either and like why is this suit the way it is it's just it's just the suit that he uses to kill people like that's all it is versus in doom 20 i saw the 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 designs for the new doom guy for eternal and i'm like they they made him beefier and angrier and i'm like hey, that's okay sometimes more muscle is bad <laughs> like it's just no uh, anyway, how long has this podcast been going on? Uh, about 30 minutes. Okay. Um, so my friends just came online on Discord, and I'm running around in circles uh, on Minecraft, because what I was going to try to fix, I can't fix. So, uh, I'm just going to end this podcast. So, those are my hot takes. Um, I guess... Who knows when the next podcast will be recorded or when this one will be uploaded. This might be uploaded like two years from now when I'm in Seattle working for Microsoft. I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, bye.